Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Hello, all you minions of mayhem. And all the crusaders of the cause. It's time for another round of Ignore the Rant. And uh, a lot of shit went down this week. A, a couple, lot of shit's going down every week, really. But. A couple things, at least, of note. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about them. We'll bring them up. And the only way we know how, and that is to, uh, well, only know what we've been told. And then we fill in the blanks. We fill in the middle. We make the rest of it up. And we rant. Fuck yeah. The best we can. <laughs> With what we've got. Fuck yeah. So this is uh, two, two episodes in a row. Where we got uh, all three of us in studio, yes, yeah. and and not the uh, the Skype machine uh, bringing Arona to us. And uh, Arona, you've been here for a week. Ah, yeah. I'm actually I'm I'm becoming curious. You know, as the episodes go on, if I will start reclaiming a vast majority of my southern, you know, uh, twang. Oh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> Just get ready. Is yeah, it coming? It's, it's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah don't, yes. Don't, don't you worry about that. <laughs> the redneck will come out. But it's just crazy because uh, uh, Arona and I went and did some American shit today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very American. Everything about it was, including the food afterwards. Yeah. So uh, we we went and shot some guns. And, Very American uh, thing to do. We just went to the next town over where they have uh, indoor gun range. And I was like, let's go, let's go send metal objects at a very rapid rate of speed, very fast and far away from us. And we, we, that's what we did. And see if we can't hear some shit. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing because, you know, Jim just, uh, I, I, it's not a recent purchase, I don't believe, but it's the first time that he's actually getting to handle his AR. And we're standing up there getting ready to get, uh, he's getting the ammo and whatnot. And there's a party of individuals behind us, and he's just looking at the gun case, and he's going, oh, man, looks like there's something tasty in there. He kept on using the word tasty. Tasty. That's tasty. <laughs> I was like, I fucking hope so, because uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how tasty this act is, no. because we have never fired it yet. I yeah. can certainly tell you who's getting rather frustrated <laughs> with the... So, uh, with the AR, as I'm oh, sitting oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Well, anytime you're using something for the first time uh, that has contained explosions, there's always a little bit of trepidation, a little bit of... Well, really, it's just a pain in the ass to have to sight it in and do all that bullshit. And so it wasn't like a super enjoyable time. Um, so then I took uh, another... Uh, another uh, piece of artillery that I've had for probably 15 years that I know it works great every time and just pew-pewed until I couldn't pew no more. <laughs> Such a shotgun or a... No, 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 it was just a handgun. Oh, okay. But um, anyway, while we were in there, it stormed like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah, it was... It was it was sunny as shit when we got there. And then I look over to Ron, I'm like, you know, it's rained every single fucking day since you've been here, man. <laughs> you lived in a desert. I think Mother Nature's trying to make up for lost time or some shit. Welcome to the tropics. Good God. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking myself. Yeah. It's rain. Yeah, it has. It's rained. It's rained every day, man. It gets hot as hell. 
and then it rains like a motherfucker. And then the, and and then then, the sky sweats. And then, yeah, and then it comes up. And it's actually kind of nice after mm-hmm. it rains. It feels good. The temperature, I mean, the nice breeze blowing through. It's almost like the tropics. Yeah. <laughs> so after uh, we got our hands fully coated in gunpowder residue, we went uh, to a local little burger shack, got some hamburgers. Which was uh, good old per- American beef. Fuck yeah. yeah. Potentially a bad idea on this end because little Rai Rai wants to take a nap now. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be hearing much from Aronin on this episode. And uh, well, that's why. But yeah, just did a little America Day. You know, don't need a reason, don't need a cause. It ain't got to be a certain day on the on the calendar. Just said, fuck it, man. Let's go shoot and eat some. Eat some dead cow. Yeah. Right home with the windows down. Fresh rain. Good shit. America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and you know one person that isn't able to experience any of that? Ghislaine Maxwell. She's not. Uh, She's no, still not very much not enjoying uh, shooting anything um, or, or riding with... Or, her windows don't go down. No orgies with children. <laughs> In fact, up until recently, and I think even still now, she doesn't even have a window to look at or look out. Yes. Mm-mm. That bitch is in solitary. Not anymore. But news that did pop up this past week. Our old lady pedo gal is uh, is off suicide watch. And uh, Arona, weren't you telling me that her attorneys were pushing to get her into general population? Yeah, they're uh, definitely pushing to get her out of solitary. But, I mean, that would pretty much, in essence, be putting her into gen pop. I don't understand the uh, what they're trying to drive at here because I I think she's probably they're trying to get her killed. <laughs> well, yeah. obviously the I best mean, defense obvious. is yeah. death. Yes, yeah. that's that's the yeah the best defense for the country is death for her. That's I mean you know it's national security. That's uh she's mm-hmm. a she's a threat to national security. She well, abs- absolutely is a threat. It sounds like she's even pushing for it though too. So I wonder she if wants to die. This is a death thing or a relocation thing. <laughs> and well, also, I think somebody who has lived the life she's lived, you know, and I'm let's take out all the horrible, evil acts. I'm talking about just the, yeah, the style, right? And the, the, you know, the planes and the right. high end, this and the power and Jet control. Setting. And yeah, that whole lifestyle. When you're looking at what she's looking at, there's nothing but death. Yeah. Yeah. You probably just want to die. Yeah. I'm sure her first night in jail, she was like, if I got to look at this the rest of my life, just kill me now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, because someone like that, man, you, you know, your life experiences uh, with your environment, you know, whatever you grew up in, that's going to, that's going to give you a clue of how much you can take. Yeah. How much, how much. You can endure how much torture you can take. And the more shit that you've been through, the better chance you have of surviving the next obstacle. Now, to her, I could, I can, you know, her obstacles were like, oh, I didn't get an A. Oh, oh my parents are going to be, oh, this is horrible. I didn't get an A. This is horrible. That's an obstacle for her. No, I think an obstacle for her was that girl didn't come with me and, you know, get in my car. That's later obstacles. Oh, But but I'm talking about, I'm talking about your shit when you're growing up, you know. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, yeah, no, that was definitely a, 
a later obstacle would have been, yeah, uh, I can't get this one to take her clothes off, Jeffrey. I don't <laughs> oh, know what to do. I don't know why I'm laughing I've at that. I've tried. I've tried everything I can. I've tried this every trick in the book. This one's not We're going to need a bigger it. book. This one's not going for it. Bill's not going to be happy. <laughs> Bill is not going to be happy. <laughs> and, to you, be and you know he's not going to take it out on Hillary. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, to, I'm to, sorry. I'm sorry. To, <laughs> yeah, to sorry fair. for that mental image too far, but yeah. To be fair, uh, I mean, I, I think they've all said that they've witnessed Bill there, but I'm not hearing much in the ways of he was active with any of the uh, girls. Well, this is what I have to say to that. Anyone who has been seen on an island in the middle of nowhere with Jeffrey Epstein and a shitload of girls is not there to fucking have a meeting. There, there, and he has been seen on that island thirty six times. Yeah, he, he wasn't. He wasn't going down there to so, help him hang some yeah. floodlights no, or, no, no, or, or not, install a new he's ceiling. He's not going fan. down there to have drinks on the beach. You know, look, I I wasn't there. Like I said, I've said this many times. I was not there. I didn't see things going on, but I hear things and I have thoughts. You know, and my thoughts tell me, hey, yeah. There might be some shady shit going on here, <laughs> you know. So uh, you got good thoughts, Doug. Yeah, I, think, I think you're honest. I think you're onto something. <laughs> yeah, there might be something going on here. There might be something to this, but you know, I don't know. I wasn't there, but yeah. Know. So Galene is off suicide watch. It's basically, I think, just a matter of time at this point. And I think that you know, if I was a prosecutor in this case, I would say, "Hey, look, we will. If that's what you want, you want out. You want death. You know, whatever." We'll give that to you. We'll provide that to you. But you got to tell us everything that you fucking know. And if you don't tell us everything that, like, we're going to compare notes. And if you don't tell us what we want to hear, we're not only not going to kill you, we're going to keep you alive. We're going we're gonna to make you live in this hellhole for the rest of your fucking life. I think the problem with that is, is uh, for one, the prosecutor was probably on the island too, but I didn't say that. But uh, but the, the, the there's there, this goes so deep and it's, it affects so many people that I don't think there's a prosecutor. Uh, there's a few. I ain't gonna say none because there's a few that would definitely do that. They would they would get everything and they'd put it all out there. Mm-hmm. There's a few that would do that, but there's more uh, that would squash it. That would be forced to squash it. I'd say that it, they'd have a better chance of having a fake FedEx driver at their door with, you know, shoot him in the face. So. Yes, yes. I mean, but, but yes, I would love to see a prosecutor dig every fucking nugget he can out of that bitch and go after them all. Yeah. I would love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. But I know in my fucking brain that's not going to happen because of the people involved. But that's America. That's the American way. Well, the fun- you can buy your way out of anything if you got enough money. And the funny thing with this uh, this week especially is also her defense team is trying to get Ixnade all this other evidence from another case that she's involved with. All right. And their argument is that, well, if we include all this, she's not going to get a fair trial. And I'm like, with the documentary coming out, you, and not only that... Whenever you're dealing with abuse 
and sleeping with children, you've waved bye-bye to a fair trial a long time ago. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, this is just a lot of, um, it, it, it seems like they're trying to create gridlock. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of partially their role. That's their job. Sure. Um, you know, if I had a defense team and I had some really horrible shit, I'd be like, you better be fucking suppressing shit. Like, and I mean, they're just the most hideous shit that I, I guarantee you, you know, there's probably recordings and shit of just some evil shit that, that happened to, you know, kids that, that I mean, to kids. Wow. And they're all their properties are wired for sound. Yeah. And I yeah. uh, have cameras pretty much everywhere. So, you know, I mean, there's no possibility that there's not some evil shit on tape somewhere. Right. Yeah. Like, hey, NSA, you secret spying motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, this shit. Go, mm-hmm. go get them, boys. Come on. They're right there. Yeah. For real. Stop listening to my phone calls. I'm not nearly as interesting as Colleen fucking Maxwell. Like, <laughs> or Jeffrey Epstein or Bill Clinton. Or go check on those files. Adam Dershowitz or... You know, I mean, there's, it's, hey, you know, he got princes on there and shit, you know? So, I and, mean, that's not really surprising news. And we ain't talking about kids. We ain't talking about that prince. No, we're talking about like shiny hat shit. With, uh, with a hole in the yeah, top. Like, and a sword. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. guy. It's probably not only when doves cry that we're going to be, <laughs> um, co- you know, concerned with here. Nah. But okay, so not the most surprising news. I mean, not really anything huge there. Just an update, and uh, what is a otherwise just insane story. And uh, in other news, and other misleading headlines. Hey guys, there's peace in the Middle East now. All is all's good. Hallelujah! <laughs> no, yeah, that was uh, just just you know done. Yeah, done. Yeah, it was that easy. Stroke yeah. of a pen. So there was a no more uh, There was a peace deal. Apparently, Matt, between the United Arab Emirates and Israel, that uh, is being touted as like this great, wonderful, all problems solved. Here's a fix-all. And uh, obviously, any peace deal is better than a call to war. Right. Duh. Yeah. But, yeah, I just don't think that this one's really going to do anything. And when you you see the interviews of the people on each side, (laughs) it tells you. Yeah, it's like, oh, surprise, surprise. has changed. (laughs) Israelis love it, and Palestinians hate it. Right, right. And it's like, yeah, well, that's kind of the nature of that region. Um, You have one side. Well, really, both of them want to see the annihilation of each other. Right. For... Basically similar but opposite reasons. You're you're in my area. You need to get out. Right. And I don't know. It's just such. A, it's never going to end. Well, yeah, dude. Uh, there, there will. The only time that uh, peace in the Middle East would ever be even considered um, would be the two-state solution. And the two-state solution is never going to happen because uh, they basically... What's the two-state solution, yeah, that's the, the Palestinian state and the is- Israel, uh, uh, you know, existing as two different states. And and that'll never happen because in the 40s, we went in there and we carved up and made Israel out of Palestine. So 
we basically, <laughs> Israel is stolen land. It's, it is just like, yeah, you know, I mean, you could argue that the United States is stolen land. All so, land is stolen. Yeah, land. it's stolen. You just take it and you carve it up. And, um, and that's what they were talking about with this deal. Um, they were talking about how, and it's the West Bank. It all comes down to the West Bank. It always has my entire life. It's always about the West Bank. Mm-hmm. And the West Bank is not that big. No. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not. It's, it is a, it's a small but holy, I will say holy, mm-hmm. piece of land in the middle of a sea of land um, that everyone has all. It's like, um, it's basically like, I guess the Vatican uh, would be to Christians, you know, Israel and the and the the Gaza Strip are basically that to to the Middle East, you know, to yeah, yeah. to mm-hmm. the Israelis and Arabs and Jews and uh, you know, and uh, there will be there will never be a solution to this until Saudi Arabia, the biggest of all the Arabs, and Israel agree to a two state solution, and that will never happen. That'll yeah. never happen. Yeah. All I know is uh, it just seems like it's not a uh, not a good thing to live in the cradle of human civilization, you know, where it all began. It has too much history. Right. It has too many opinions and beliefs that people are just willing to kill each other over. And I don't know. And, and Israel will never be trusted because of the United States. Yeah. The great Satan. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, because, dude, Truman, as far as president of the United States— the decisions that he made when he was the president affect us more to this day than any other president that's ever been before him or after him. Oh, Harry. And that is, uh, you know, he declared Israel a state. And, and the reason he did that, a lot of people don't know about this. Uh, you know, some people do. I've talked to people that do, but a lot of people don't. Um, during the war, during World War II, the Jews were fleeing Germany. And they were trying to come into America and America would not let them in. And they stayed on ships out in the Atlantic ocean and they were dying by the hundreds. So some people say thousands on ships off of the coast of the United States because the United States wouldn't let them in. And the United States finally let them in. And Israel was the offering of we're sorry. Yeah. We're sorry for doing that to you. Um, we're going to declare this a state. And and it is. And, you know, I, I mean, that's. And when you're talking holy things, holy, uh, religious, um, people lose their mind yeah. over religion. I mean, they totally are all in. It, it, I mean, I know religious people that are like that. They're, oh, yeah. You know, they try to push their shit on me and i'm like dude yeah just back off just yeah. easy, it's, easy. It's, it's you know israel is their land right. based on biblical yes. text yeah things that happened in the bible yeah and so, so and they're trying they're and tr- it'll never change yeah they're that'll trying to change. like recreate it you know put the jews back there so jesus right. doesn't come back you know and we don't want it, we don't want the rapture <laughs> right. so it's like it, to me it's like mankind trying to have a say in something that they if you truly believe it you don't have a say in yeah i mean so it's just like what are we doing nothing causes more hatred in the world than religion nothing Ooh. 
Yeah, not, not one thing. That race, none of that shit. Religion, dude, think about this. On 9-11, when those planes hit the towers, um, and, 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 and all the shit was going down, in the weeks after that, I mean, it affected me. It was I was shocked that it actually affected me the way it did, um, because I'm not I'm not that person. I'm not. I don't look at anybody's skin color. I don't look at any. But I was actually when I would see a dark skinned Middle Eastern person after that happened, it, I was like, give Are you they going to kill me? <laughs> yeah. Are they going to kill me? Are, you know, do they mm-hmm. have a machete? Do they have a, you know, I was actually, uh, that, that thought went through my, and before that happened, yeah, September never, 10th, never even, nothing. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. September 12th is yeah. like, hey man. Yeah, and and like Just, I said, I was shocked that it happened to me because yeah. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I don't look at somebody yeah. And and just by the way they look, make a judgment about them, like yeah. you know, and um. But I mean, it it really it really affected me like that, and it was it was religion. It was all you know it, when people, the whole Muslim thing, the Muslim hate thing went, and now it's gone from uh, it's almost gone from a Muslim thing to an inner thing to a to a Christian that to it's like it's like. Uh, the religions that are being attacked now are all of them. They're attacking everything. Everybody's coming at every religion at the same time. Religions under attack. Yeah, yeah. And but it but it's always been under attack. A religion's always been under attack. That's the, I mm. mean that goes all the way back to Crusades. You know. Um, but what I'm saying now is, so many religions are against the other religions that uh, it's a it's very vo- it's volatile. It's volatile everyone's I mean, against everyone yes is that, the yes, main thing that's basically what what it's come down to and you know it's all hate and i i do in you know the funny thing to me is how people do uh react to it being muslims and the way that the that muslims are i i i always say to people if this had been a thousand years ago christians would have been the exact same we would have been bombing just as much. Right. I mean, if they had the capabilities, there would probably be more bloodshed than there than there currently is with Muslims. So it's kind of funny to me when people are like, oh, we would have never done anything like this. Our ideology doesn't support this. And where I will say definitely the Quran does seem to have some more militant uh, passages than you know, um, anything else, uh, ours is just chalk, just as chock full of, they all are. Yeah, they all are. Every religion has its, the only one that is truly a good religion is Buddhism. Them dudes don't want to hurt anybody. And, and, and they're always getting massacred, you know, like the, you hear about the, uh, the monks and you know, that China goes in and just, 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 takes them and destroys them and they're all they're all about peace and they're all about uh you know harmony yeah. and nature no, and stuff no matter what you're gonna have a lopsided fight right. when you're fighting a bunch of buddhists exactly <laughs> the most peaceful of religions causes other religions to hate them that makes no sense it makes no <laughs> it, that, you know really when you think about it you know because all religion is supposed to be is helping your brother and i mean they're all supposed to a have guide tenets. a guide for life right and living your life in a respectable meaningful manner and and nothing does that more than buddhism but at 
tell that you know to the to, to some Muslims that are in there destroying the Buddhists. I mean, it's it just it doesn't make any sense. That's no. why I say nothing causes war better than religion, yeah. and and nothing causes Agreed. hate better well, than religion. Well, and Arona, speaking back to what you were talking about, you know, if it was Christians or whatever, they would be they'd be doing the same thing. I I'd argue that we have been doing that. Yeah, because you know it. it modern day americans anyway there's still huge swaths of uh religious areas that are extremely devout but it's almost like we collectively as a people have uh exchanged our religion for our worship of politics right politicians right and and so it's almost like our uh the moral compass is off well yeah for a lot of religious people it really is and we use our foreign policy which, say what you will, I'm not going to really get into this. We go to Israel's aid every time. Right. For everything. Half of the wars in the Middle East, you got Saudi Arabia, you got uh, Israel. Somebody we're going to do the bidding for. To the point there where now we just can't leave and we have to stay there because otherwise they would be lost without us. Yes. Yeah. So it, we are doing all that. We've, <laughs> we've been doing it. We've been doing it since World War II. We've created hundreds of 9 yes, 11s for them yes. no. uh, over decades. Yeah. All in the guise of we got to keep Israel safe because we don't want Jesus to come back. Right. It's like, what the? F-? So yeah, it's yeah, no okay. different in my eyes. It's just a few layers removed because, you know, you have Congress, you have, dec- you know, it's over there, it's not over here. Yes. It's, you know, we're patriotic. Yeah. I don't know. It. I don't really want to spend. That's a whole episode yeah, all no, in its I own. Know, it is, it is, and I, and you know, I just had to throw it in there though. I but mean, because it's just of, it's just funny that this peace deal, this yeah. peace agreement between Israel and the uh, United Arab Emirates, I don't think it's going to mean a, a single fucking thing. And and they're, and they're hailing it as this as this historic deal, you know, and and yeah, it probably is historic. I mean, I'm sure they've never well, signed a piece of paper. Well, they, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> It can, In the it, same room. It, signed, great, wonderful. <laughs> it might be peaceful for a limited. It's like a you know, get this new toy at McDonald's for a limited time only. That's, that's it's like yeah. come get your Middle Eastern peace for a limited time only. Dude, it would be historic for me to go to the Georgia Aquarium because I've never been there. Yeah, that's it, a historic thing. <laughs> so that I look at this peace deal as just as historic as going to the Georgia Aquarium. Well, and I'll if you be, get that, if, I'll, if anybody understood that, but I'll be honest. I mean, I haven't done tons of reading on this, but from the small little bit I have looked at, it seemed to be to me that it would affect things more economically than it would anything really having to do with, you know, oh, we're going to leave you the fuck alone. We're going to, you know, play nice. Well, there's supposed supposedly. Israel has agreed to halt uh, what they already had going on on the West Bank. They've supposedly agreed to uh, to stop what they're doing. Yeah. Now, that's basically what this peace deal is. Israel's just going to stop what they're doing hey, for you. about two months. Knock and it then off. they're going to kick it back in. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that that's what, you know, and, until after the election. And then, of course, they'll ramp it back up. But it's, uh Yeah. Yeah. What it's, else you got? Jim? It's just yeah, a yeah. thing. Well, all I was going to say stay is, on this all night. All I was going to say is, you know, get your Middle Eastern peace. It's it's a limited time offer <laughs> because <laughs> we have an election coming up. Wall supplies last, and 
you know, Trump is a Zionist. He loves himself some Israel. He will do anything he can to make peace deals like this happen. Right. So as long as Trump's in office, this limited time deal might have an extension on it. But you get some traditional Warhawk blood-soaked monsters in there, um, all that goes out the window. It's time to ramp this thing back up. Well, you know. We got all these bombs we need to drop. They're just not going to drop themselves. And a major announcement was made in the political arena of who these potential war soaked, blood soaked monsters uh, could be if the election uh, was to change hands. And it is a disgrace. Joe Biden came out this week. Actually, really didn't come out. He had somebody type up a tweet. What an age we live in where something like announcing a vice president pick is only through a tweet. Yeah. So anyway, Joe Biden came out and he tweeted, or his handler tweeted, that uh, he has made his pick, and it's the one that everybody hates. <laughs> everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody it's, knew was coming, but hoped was not coming. And it's one Kamala Harris. Yes. Who, if you're wondering, who I've heard about, who's that? She's the failed um, Democrat presidential candidate that got zero votes. Mm-hmm. Zero delegates. In her run at the uh, president, yes. you know, uh, the, the office of the president, uh, was so not very well liked. it made a lot of sense to pick her. So it made a lot of, <laughs> lot of sense. Well, Keep going there, Joe. Yeah. Good picking. Good picking there, Biden. So basically, Kamala Harris, uh, she rose into prominence uh, from the great state of California, where before she entered into the political realm of anything, uh, she was a nobody. You know, she well actually the political realm enter, entered her. Oh yeah, it did. That's, a couple times. Yes, that's that's actually the way it started. Yeah, the political realm entered her. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that figure that just one does out. not sound right. But <laughs> it's it's factually correct. It, it is factually correct. Yeah, yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> so, so the way that she got her gig uh, was, you know, she got to be the San Francisco di- district attorney by. And I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of anybody coming out saying that this didn't happen. But basically, she slept around with the mayor, Willie Brown. Uh, sounds like she got more than old Willie's Willie. But uh, she, be- she slept her way to the top. She, yes. she was appointed to the district attorney's office by the mayor, uh, Willie Brown. And w- Willie was still married. And I have to add something to this. Willie Brown tweeted... A week before Joe Biden picked her, please don't pick Kamala Harris, yeah. Joe Biden. I don't need this shit, man. I know what I did, but I don't need it. I'm old. I'm old as fuck. This. Man, I, I'm in my retirement, dude. Come God, on. Do I got to live up to everything I stick my dick in for the rest of my days? Jesus, why couldn't oh. I have just... Why couldn't I have just fucked a waitress? Yeah. <laughs> See, Willie? You stuck it in the wrong girl. Sorry, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to face the music now. So, anyway, she was uh, the district attorney of San Francisco, later was voted up to be the, uh, the California uh, attorney general, where, and then later on to the Senate, but that's, that's the boring part. Yeah. When she was the top cop in California, um, well, real quick, if you just listen to her on the campaign trail and a lot of the things that she's saying, Sounds very up-to-date, modern, progressive. Hell, you could almost say woke. You know, she's pro-gun ban. She's 
pro, you know, health care for all and open borders and all of the kumbaya, kumbaya stuff that is touted by the progressive left. Right. Which is the side that is most closely associated with her party. Right. However, her actions while having power in California, one of the most progressive states, was to do terrible things to her her own well i I don't know if they're constituents but her own residents her own neighbors Mm -hmm. but but it it's kind of republican like i mean she's more uh, never mind authoritarian yes and authoritarians exist both with the with the d and the r no no of course and but 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 the more the more law and order side is the she was more she was old school yes because joe biden's been a democrat his whole life and well he ain't exactly soft on crime. Well, well that, and that's why I say that's where the flip started happening. You know, well, between I think the Democrat just, and Republican Party. They have totally flipped. They well, I totally think it, flipped. Well, I think it's a recent phenomenon for one political party to be super lax on crime. That That is new. I don't think it's a flip. I think it's that we just tailed off and stopped pushing for, you know, any standards of, hey, you got to. You got to have a little bit of fucking order around here. They're saying, nah, you know what? Yeah, whatever it takes Fuck to it. get into office. So while she was in this position, she did a number of terrible things. Uh, she withheld DNA evidence in cases where mm-hmm. it would exonerate people and knowingly having this evidence that possibly could exonerate her or exonerate the, uh, you know, the, the now criminal right. rotting in jail. And instead of just giving, you know, giving the evidence over and having it tested, she would say, well, before we do that, let's exhaust all other possibilities while we keep you in jail, mind you. Let's test all of your friends to see if they were associated in the crime that we committed you for. And uh, so anyway, there's story after story about her just doing wretchedly horrible, just immoral shit. Yeah, which uh, I'm sure she's not the only one. No, no, I'm there's sure a that there's a lot of prosecutors that do that. I'm sure that there them. is plenty of people in power that has the power to really actually do the right thing. Yeah, but to them, the only right thing is whatever gets them reelected. The, yes, we'll get them reelected. Yes. and she's even said shit like this. Yes. one of the bizarre, like withholding evidence and this and that. It's evil and it's bad, but she's like a special level of crazy and and authoritarian and that is you know that those are those are tried and true methods of being you know a shithead she comes up with new ones (laughs) and i think her most notable one was uh shortly parents (laughs) shortly before she left that position and went into the senate was to come up with this policy that we will arrest the parents of truant children, and uh, for those Sounds of you reasonable. that for those of you that don't want to open up a you know look in a dictionary or Google it, that just means kids that Skip are skipping school. school. Yes, and and nine times out of ten, if a kid's skipping school, his parents don't know he's skipping school. Yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, and putting them in jail for that is yeah, that's a way to go, Kamala. That's yeah. a fucking that's yeah. a good one. It, it to me, it's the same. It's the same concept of you got a kid acting up in school, who obviously doesn't want to be there, let's give them out-of-school suspension. Yeah. It's like, I think that's the point that they were trying to make, is yes. that they didn't want to fucking be here. They, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it's reverse psychology, like, you know, Bugs Bunny. No, you won't. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. No, I won't. It's like, you 
can't come to school. They should be locked I in gotta the gym. Learn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they should be locked in the gym until class every day. You know? That should be the that should be the rule there. So yeah, she had this policy uh, that she was trying to get over to where she was going to arrest parents uh, if, for their kids not showing up in school, which obviously you know would just totally make more kids totally go to school. They, you know, uh, it's the dumbest shit ever. But she she's recorded when she's mentioning this saying. Yeah, when I when I uh, <laughs> approached my staff about this, they, well, they got a little concerned, rightfully so, because it's fucking bad shit. And she's laughing the whole time. Oh, yeah. she's talking about this. having a ball. That's the that's the thing about her that really really pisses me off is every time she's talking about something hideous, she's fucking laughing about. It. Oh, she's getting a kick out of it. She's mm-hmm. laughing. She's I getting, mean, she's laughing because she's enjoying it. Her she's she's enjoying her power. Yes, she's enjoying the fact that she can terrorize people, and she has the full authority given to her by the state to enact her terrible plans. It's the absolute worst possible person to have power, and now she's in a hard theory away from the presidency almost. In if, theory, if win, yeah. If, look, if look, this ticket wins, she's and plus, don't get me wrong, she will be the president. If she, yes. if they win, she will be the president. Yeah, That's, the the person who received guaranteed. zero fucking delegates is very, very, very likely. If the Biden ticket wins, that she's going to be president. That's some scary shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know how there can be a single fucking voter for this ticket right i can't i and and the democrats if you're a democrat and you vote for this ticket um you have totally lost your mind you've totally not only that you've lost your party yeah your party's been gone (laughs) yeah your party's been gone they sold themselves down the river yeah long time ago your party's been gone same with the republicans well they're taking a break on too republicans they're they're taking a hiatus republicans have lost (laughs) you have to all Republicans, you know, I don't give a fuck because I don't have a, you know, I don't have a horse in this race. I hate them all. But I got something to say to the Democrats and I got something to say to Republicans. Both of you have lost your way. Both of you. The Republicans will never again have the moral high ground on anything. If they if they want to talk about, you know, somebody sleeping with somebody, somebody, you've lost that forever, Republicans. All of you on board with Trump, you've lost your moral compass forever. I don't ever want to hear you bitch about politicians sleeping with people. I don't ever want to hear, hear about any Democrat that pays a hooker to fuck him. I don't want to hear about any of that shit ever again. But I'm gonna. And, and the Democrats, same thing. The Democrats have lost their argument on any kind of social reform, um, anything like that. If they are allowing the shit that's going on in all of these cities that I've been watching for 76 fucking days now, every night, just allowing people to burn private property to the ground and not do a thing about it. Just let them let them burn it. Let them let them get it out, and drop the charges if they happen to get caught. Exactly. So you you've lost all you've lost me on all of that. And and you know, like I said, I'm I've said this many times. I don't vote. I never will. And I don't get people that do vote. But um, if you wanna if you wanna vote for either one of these sides, um, 
I've got a question. Why? Uh, that, that's that's my only question uh, to anyone who votes uh, for Trump. I would say why? Anyone who votes for Biden and Kamala Harris, why? <laughs> you know, uh, anyone who votes for for your party's candidate, mm-hmm. uh, she's done the same thing. She's she in your party, the Libertarian Party, yeah, which jo- is Joe which Jorgensen, is, which was always supposed to be the. The, the they at least they the principled had principled party. Yes, they had solid ground that they were standing on. Um, even their candidate this year has lost her fucking mind. Yeah, I won't be voting for her. She's and, a, she's she is not the thing that I hate more than anything. This is I think what you're getting to is people are not representing their own mm-hmm. principles, their own interests. Yeah, any any of it. Well, principles yeah. are you know. What you live by, yeah. Your interest is something different, right? Because I could be, I could be promoting absolute corruption because right. it is in my best interest. Yes, but that doesn't mean it's good. Yes, principles are the foundation of everything that comes beyond that. Right. And if you can't uphold your own principles, none of the rest of it matters. Right. So that's why I will not be voting for Joe Jorgensen. She lost me weeks, if not a couple months ago. She's she's unprincipled, and I don't I don't support any unprincipled politician. Right. So, like always, I will be writing in Ron Paul, and I will be writing in Ron Paul even well after he's dead. <laughs> right. Right. Because because there's nobody gonna look. Yeah. Because I, my principle is I will I do vote I, I, and I will vote my principles and I get that and, and I, I will that. vote in the. I will vote in the most qualified person that I can think of, and that's still Ron Paul. Right. Because he he literally is the most genuine politician I've ever come across. Well, he's a constitutionalist. He's a strict constitutionalist. He's he believes uh and, and which I you know, like I said, Ron Paul, he was uh, he was close as I ever came to registering to vote. Yeah. Um, and, anybody- and that's because uh, if you if you believe in this country and if you're a leader um, and, and I say this to, to all the leaders of Democrats, Republicans, all of you, uh, if, if you happen to catch this fucking podcast one day, bend this in your ear. If you really want to be uh, what this country was meant to be. Um, don't be a career mm. politician. This this country was never meant to be ran by career politicians. And don't support career politicians. And don't support career exactly. You it, it, this goes Mitch McConnell, uh, Pelosi, all of you. If you really love this country, retire. Get the fuck out of there. Let some uh, it, Ruth it, Bader Ginsburg. Yes, retire. Yes. It's supposed for to the be love a, of God. It's supposed to be a duty. Yeah. It's supposed to be a duty to to represent your country. Yeah, it's your civic and duty. It's your civic duty. It's not a fucking job that you that you just give lip service to fucking lobbyists and special interests. That is not your fucking job. You you it's not a job. You're supposed to defend and protect the American people. That is that is your fucking job. That's the whole reason of the Constitution. And if you can't do that, if you can't look out for the people that fucking sent you there, well, go the simple. fuck home. If a person wants 
person power here here doug then they should not fucking have it exactly anyone who seeks it should not have it that's a, a, that is a very good point that, that's a very good point yeah and you know if if anyone's confused and and not uh politically on the same page as we are let me try to help you along back in the single digits and the aughts I remember hearing about this guy, Ron Paul. He was going to be running for president. I believe it was probably 07, 06, something like that when I first heard about him. And before then, I didn't do much thinking about politics. I just knew it was Republican and Democrat. And I come from a more Republican family. Um, we have a few Democrat voters, I'm sure, in our family. I, I probably just haven't met them. Um, so traditionally, and this is common, people tend to vote based on their family history, you know, whatever their parents voted, that's how they were, blah, blah, blah. And so I didn't do much thinking about it. Right. And so to me, it was just the two-party system, and you're stuck with one of these two individuals. And neither one of them are really that different, because especially back in the 90s and 80s and all that stuff, they really weren't that different. Right. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Ron Paul shows up, and he was saying... Some of the most bizarre shit I've ever heard come out of a politician's mouth. And I was like, what is this? This guy's saying things that aren't glowing about the American political system. He's actually being quite critical of it and coming with receipts. Right. He's coming with proof, facts, <laughs> yes. and information. So that was right about the time that like YouTube, you know, it was a thing. It right. was nothing like it is now. It's not the it's not the juggernaut that it is now. Right. But that was just where there was an assortment of videos and, you know, you just had to go search it. You had to know what you wanted to find and wasn't suggesting shit to you right. back then. And so I was like, Ron Paul, who is this guy? I got, he, he intrigued me. I had to find out more about who this old man was that I'd never heard of. And so I started looking on YouTube. And one of the videos, one of the first videos that popped up was basically a Ron Paul making predictions. And this was shortly after... Um, might have even been pre-9-11. But he was making all of these predictions saying, if we do this, talking about foreign policy in involving the Middle East, if we if we do X, then Y is going to happen, and then we're going to respond to Y with this, which is then going to have blowback that's going to equate to this, and then we're going to react this way. And then and he ended up painting this whole, whole entire picture that just sounded terrible as all fuck. And his whole point was, it's all avoidable. We just don't need to do this first thing. And then lo and behold, we did every single fucking thing that he talked about. It, it all happened. And everything happened exactly how he said. So immediately I was like, this man is a fucking genius. Right. And yep. his, his message was of peace. Yes. It was not of those people hate us, therefore we got to go bomb them into submission. That speech you're talking about is actually in the early 90s or late 80s. Okay, yep. It was, because uh, I remember that speech. I, I remember when he was, uh, when he gave that speech on the Senate floor because they, uh, I, I can't remember what was going on. Something was going on, but he had got a certain amount of time on the Senate floor that he had never had before. Yeah. And he took that time to give that <laughs> whatever you want to call it of what the fuck the u.s was supposed to be it was a warning to america exactly that's exactly what it was it was a shot across the bowels what yeah. it was and, and 
And he was absolutely right. Just like you said, everything that he says, and I invite anyone to go look this video up on YouTube. Oh, I want uh, to. That yes. was the whole point. It was yes. like, so if, if nothing else comes across from this conversation, look that up. Look up Ron Paul prediction speech yes. on the Senate floor. And just remember this happened. Just remember the time that he's giving this. Yes. Now, immediately I was just like, this man is a, a genius. Or he plotted all of this. That's the only <laughs> right, way he could right, be this right. Right, right. Um, it turns out the latter was not the correct, the correct one. I, I've since gone back and ruled that out as a possibility because I followed him. Immediately I was like, oh, I'm following this guy. I, I got to find out uh, why he thinks this way. How did he get here from – why is it only him? Why is there just this one guy? And nobody else is talking like this guy because he didn't he he didn't buy into the whole lobbying and, and he never met money. with a lobbyist yeah yeah he never see that and and God that that is so many politicians if that happened if that happened if 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 they made it a law where you they can't meet with a lobbyist mm-hmm. so much shit would change so many because you one thing you don't lose your moral compass you you keep your principles and all that shit all the way through and you find out what the fuck they're about quick. Well, here's here's the crazy thing and then I want to give a crazy scenario for people to think about. The crazy thing is that there's only one Ron Paul. At least at the time that he was uh, serving in Congress, he has long since retired. That That is a bad thing that it's only him, that he was the only one. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> now, here's the scenario I want to paint for you. What if... There was only one person in the Senate that wasn't like Ron Paul. Do you know how bad and how crazy that one person would stand out if the norm was somebody who was Ron Paul, who did not meet with lobbyists, did not not take any lobbyist money. Um, He might have met with them and just told them to get bent. But anyway, you know, didn't give in to special interest groups, upheld the Constitution at all times, no matter the cost, politically, you know, professionally, any of that stuff. But if you had 99 out of a hundred senators doing it that way, that one Senator not doing it that way, which right now is the norm, right. Would be so easy to point out and go, Mm -hmm. this is, you're an evil fuck. Right. Right. You are a fucking war hawk. You, you're, you're shitting, you're shitting on the American people. You're taking their tax money and you're doing horrible, terrible things to other people. On our behalf, get the fuck. They would run that person out of fucking town. Yeah, they would. Yep, yep. I and agree. so, so I implore anybody who's listening to this, YouTube, any Ron Paul speech, really, because there's not a bad one in the fucking bunch. But that one in the beginning was just something that. That's when a light bulb went off in my head, right? And I've been kind of on the Ron Paul revolution train ever since. And it's just a damn shame that he's the age that he is that he can't run again or really have a big impact and And, i would uh, call kamala harris the exact opposite yeah Yeah. you cannot vote this fucking devil woman in you just can't so well and and, you know i think doug i was over here when the news broke and i know you you know you right off the bat were like well (laughs) there you go i think it's all being handed to trump at this point and i mean myself i'm just sitting there scratching my head i'm just looking at i'm going that i mean i know a lot of people did predict this was going to happen 
Hell, but, I predicted it. I did. I he mean, had about a thirty percent chance. It was yeah, one of was, three people yeah, yeah. that he could pick. Well, and the only thing that I could really wrap my mind around during this whole thing is I was figuring, okay, well, maybe the Democrats are believing, well, we're in the same shoes we were back in 2016. We're not going to have a turnout as far as Democratic voters. Maybe if we put in front of everyone the law and order bunch, then possibly we'll get enough republicans to turn the other way that this will work <laughs> yeah, out yeah yeah this this just shows and i agree with you i i 100 yeah, agree with you that that was yeah. a plan that yeah. they thought was gonna work now but they're making all the same mistakes they made in 2016 which is why i have to think either they're really 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 stupid which i don't believe I can disagree with them, and I can poke holes in a lot of the things that they stand for, believe, and espouse, but I don't think they're stupid. I think that they are uh, evil <laughs> because of the things that they're, the tactics they're willing to allow to happen so that they can try to cull power, but they're making the same exact mistakes, whether they're intentional or not, as they made in 2016. They're, they think that they have it in the bag. Because they can't understand why anybody wouldn't think that Trump is literally Hitler. Well, they're definitely making Trump do make moves that <coughs> he probably wouldn't make otherwise, you know, especially with the post office and shit like that we'll get, shit that's going on. Yeah. But in this case, I'm saying I, I can't. I can't really come to grips with them being stupid. So I just have to say they're making the same mistakes. They're, they're rolling out this law and order ticket as some way to take the take the bite away from trump you know right. tweeting law and order what they don't seem to understand which i see clear as day is all that trump has to do is say uh yeah look even your party agrees that we should have law and order so i'm right no matter what i'm right right but the reason why you shouldn't vote for them is uh because once they get power they're going to take all your guns away and Dude. which you know whatever but them putting up two law and order candidates doesn't take Trump voters away. It's the dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard. Well, what is the guy that we you showed me the video of? Um, Jack Spierko. Yes. Okay, this guy, he's basically me. I mean, when I was watching the video, I was like, holy shit, this guy's he's dead on what I think. It's that they're throwing the election. Yeah. You know, they're basically they don't they don't want they don't want to win. The no. Democrats don't want to win. They want another four years of just utter fucking chaos. So when when they do take power, they can fucking do whatever they want to do. We will be begging them as yes. as yeah. a populace, please yes. take over. Yes, yes, I will give I will give up things that right. I would never think of before. Right. Just make this just end. Get this hell. Just get this hell over. Which is with. the traditional American government way. We will break your legs and offer you a crutch. So, and they're so about the to, best thing to do, Democrats, is vote them in. You know, they want to lose, so make them win. <laughs> give them a give them a dose of their own medicine. Eh, so, I say I say don't vote them in. And I say uh, don't vote for anybody, but that's just me. True, I say don't vote them in, but also stand up to this bullshit. And stop just being a silent majority. Let's kick this fucker off. I mean, it's getting to the point now where you are starting to see small pockets of people standing up to 
what they perceive is this uh, left authoritarian push uh, and for the last 70, however many days. Right. And it right now it's small groups. For example, today here in Georgia and Stone Mountain Park, the home where I think it was six weeks ago, it was 4th of July. So yeah, about six weeks ago where the, uh, <laughs> the fabled NFAC, the not fucking around coalition marched into Stone Mountain and called out the the white militias and you know the uh uh the boogaloo boys and all these all these things they they really want a good old fashioned race tussle. race riot good old tussle so anyway that call was answered today by all 11 members of the 3 percenters and uh well at least that's how it started out it got much bigger and crazier than that after a while but my whole point is is this shit, if it goes unchecked, and if it goes without really any, hey, shut the fuck up and you know, s- stay in your fucking lane, then it's just then yes, I do think that, that Jack Spirko uh, was absolutely right. They're they're throwing this. They want to just keep this chaos going. They want to keep it bubbling up, and uh, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. Well, I agree with everything the guy said. Yeah, and if you want to look up that video, just look up Jack Spierko on YouTube. I think it's uh, Spierko is S-P-I-R-K-O. And I think his title of his video is uh, something about the Democrats want to throw the election. Well, I, like I said, I still agree with everything the guy said. You know, I mean, he... Uh, when I, when I was watching the video, like I told you, was, he reminds me of me. You're like, it, hey, it, that's me. Everything, yeah, that's me, man. It was like your but, spirit animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because he's he seems like to me that he's the kind of guy that uh, I don't know if he votes or not. I mean, I no, don't he know. does not. Yeah. In fact, he's running as a president, and his campaign slogan is "Don't vote for me." That, there mm-hmm. you go. That would be me. That, I'd, I'd do that. I'd run for president. And say, Please don't vote for me. But <laughs> but you know. Uh, yeah, but he was well, making, it, he was like making guy, I do. he was making good points that I think are Valid. pretty yeah pretty spot on. And I think uh, you know he like a handful of other podcasts were uh, you know pushing the video from uh, I don't know the debates or uh, you know DNC uh, event or whatever it might have been, but Tulsi Gabbard took uh, Kamala Harris to task. On all the evil shit she Ended did. Ended her campaign. Yeah. And well, and the, the thing about that, I mean, if, if you look back, uh, there was one specific one that you played for me where they not only played the response, but then they, they showed her being played all this stuff back to her after the debate. And she couldn't make a single point against what was said about her. All she could really do is deflect, attack Tulsi. Yeah, yeah. Deflect. Say I'm I'm proud of my record as the district attorney of San Francisco and as the attorney general of California. I stand by my record, and I expect to be attacked by an Assad apologist as Tulsi. And that is the Clinton machine in full force. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they personally they they they, they wipe Tulsi out i mean and she like i said she made more sense on that fucking stage than any of them yeah i would i would have like i was like damn democrats jump on her hey democrats here's a heads up 
you should probably throw all of your support behind whoever the Clintons are personally ripping out of the campaign. Yes. That would be Bernie and Tulsi. Yes. If you had a Bernie Tulsi ticket in 2020, you Trump win. doesn't stand a fucking chance. Not at all. And I'm not a Democrat and I am not a liberal. I'm also not a conservative or a Republican, but I can see that as we're plain just, as fucking we're just day. Realist. Yeah. You know, I mean, people and and that's one thing that a Democrat and a Republican definitely ain't. They're not realist. If you if you no. you want to get real, um fucking start vo- and and do it local, man. Start local. Just like I said, man, if you see shit fucked up in your town, fucking go local. I've said it before and I'll say it again. And these aren't even my words. But think globally, act locally. That was a dude in a fucking terrarium that said that. He was in a terrarium in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the thing about that, and a lot of people make this point, we start caring or caring about the politics once people have been too deeply entrenched. We know we don't vote on school superintendents or any of the smaller roles, and then the we shit start- that matters. Yeah. To and, in your everyday life. And we start caring much later once all these people have started doing all the evil shit and the things that are, I mean, basically get them blown by the party to, to you know, you know, pull their um, standards and go, go against everything that they might have fought for before. Now they've smelled the scent of money. So it's all over, which is why I've always said, and I want to say it on record now, which is my ammo back at Doug for not voting is voting doesn't mean you have to vote for the fucking president. No, I know. Or Congress or even state Senate. I get that. You can still, and you should, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, you can be against the monster fucking political class. All day long, and I will fight alongside you. But voting for those local representatives that do actually have effect over your town and your county and the areas that you spend 99% of your life, those should be, and the, and sadly, those get very little, if any, attention. attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah, or mm-hmm. votes. And, or and so I, I understand why voter turnout for the local elections are so low. It's because people don't fucking know about them. Right. Me included. I don't know... Who our county commissioner is. Right. I got no fucking clue. I mean, I could Google it and find out. And if I Google any further, I probably might find a lot of reasons why that pretty, person shouldn't have that position. Pretty sure but, their last name is Sheffield. Or, but or maybe Sheffield was running. My, <laughs> my point is, echoing what you're saying, Doug, and echoing what you were talking about, Arona, is, yeah, the local shit is what actually impacts you more yes, than any of the federal stuff. And, 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 and to counter your argument, um, the reason the local shit doesn't matter to me more it's because I don't have kids. A lot of people that have kids, yeah, that, uh, that they they're you know they're they, they're always about the schools and about the teachers and about all it all that shit that goes along with it. As long, dude, as long as you know, I feel safe and I mean, and and you know I, I don't I know the bad parts of town that I don't need to go to and as as long which basically that's that's all any of us we just want to survive. And as long as you're able to survive, uh, then you're, then you're it, okay. It, yeah, you're okay. But that, that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, it, at local a local government isn't going to be able to fucking 
form a army and and protect you from you know i mean so uh and, and that's why you get a closet full of guns man right right, right. well uh, mm-hmm. you know. and then you go take them to the range dude, on a saturday dude, hey that's why i say dude we should start a new party call it the american party and everybody gets free health care and everybody gets a gun so that way when you shoot there. yourself yeah we'll take care of you we'll take care of you <laughs> yeah all i know is the person that will always get my vote is whoever and I don't give a fuck about party principles over party a hundred percent of the time, all day, every day is the person who will always get my support is one who pushes for more individual freedoms right. and individual choice. And that's in every aspect of life, choice in schools, choice in healthcare, please smother me with choice. Please let that be the biggest thing I have to try to consider. Right, I right. have so many options and so many different pathways of things that i can choose and select anybody who is running on shit that's going to restrict that go fuck yourself well see and it it also makes you fucking you know stop and fucking take a gander at how many of them are attorneys how many how many politicians local state doesn't matter uh, what it is are attorneys that's fucked up that i mean because have you ever talked to an attorney they speak, ever, they speak a different they language. They speak a different language. They speak a completely different language. It's like, where hith has and how shall art thou? And I mean, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like reading the Bible. You From know? henceforth so, yeah. and unto From, all uh, other matters, <laughs> yes. this shall stand. This like, shall what? be. Come on, uh, man. English. Yeah. Do you speak it, motherfucker? And, and so when you, when you got attorneys uh, running the country, basically, uh, their, their whole job, an attorney's whole job, whether you're a prosecutor or a defense attorney. It doesn't matter. You're playing to a courtroom. You're an actor. Yeah. That's that's what you are. It's you are a theater. Paid, you're a paid actor uh to for somebody's life. It's theater know? with shit on the line for it, someone else. Yes. <laughs> and and you you're playing that act in front of, you know, th- dude, I, that's why I you know, I want to see a fucking plumber president, you know? I want to see a fucking AC guy. You know, some AC guy out of the, you know. Uh, you know, if right it, now, if there was a plumber in the White House, there would literally be reports on how many toilets get clogged in the White House. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be the shit yeah, that yeah, our yeah, media that would, would pay attention media, to. Anyway, yeah. Oh, it turns out yeah, there was yeah. a clog on uh, yeah, the right. <laughs> on the first but, floor. But it's like, it's almost like they don't when when you're when you keep voting attorneys in attorneys, they're all stiff and they think they can rule the fucking world because they know the law and how to bend it and how to break it and get away with it and all that kind of shit. Uh, if you keep looking at attorneys as like as that as as uh, they're better than you because they're more educated or what what the fuck ever. Uh, that is the problem with politics. People think that their politician knows more than they do. They think that their politician, they put trust that their politician knows the knows what's best for them. They don't know shit. No. It, it, the only person that knows what's best for you is your fucking neighbor. And your neighbor... Vote for your neighbor for for mayor. If you want to change and shake shit up, you vote people that you know have seen the shit that you've seen, have experienced the shit that you've experienced, and know what it's like to live in the real fucking world. Well, the person that knows you the best is you. Yes. So, but I'm, vote, I'm just vote saying, for yourself in the way of allow me to make that fucking choice. Yeah. And and Doug, you made the point previously just a second ago that they're all playing a part, which is 
very much the case. I remember watching back to the um, impeachment hearings, and this was on CBS News that I was watching this, and, uh, you know, it, the, the Democrats and Republicans were having a particularly heated argument, and then they had to go to, to recess. Right, right. And right at recess, the two people that were yelling at each other get up, shake hands, start laughing with each other. Yeah. And the commentators on CBS are pretty much going, yeah, you see, this is pretty much, I mean, they're all just kind of playing a part. Yeah, they're a club. They're laughing yeah. at us. They're not They're laughing because, yeah. yeah, yeah. George, George Carlin. on these people. George Carlin oh, is a genius. genius. Oh, yeah. Genius. Yeah. Dude, Amazing God, genius. I miss that. He was at my, I had three of my all-time favorite comedians were Robin Williams, George Carlin, and Eddie Murphy of, of all time. Uh, and I would throw Chappelle and, and Richard Pryor in there because I, I love Richard Pryor, but Richard Pryor was a little bit before my time, just a little bit. You yeah. know? It was Eddie Murphy was my time. You know, that yeah. was, but, uh, and dude, Carlin, Carlin, every, every fucking thing from, you know, we, we was talking about, uh, uh, Money back guaranteed. You're, you know, when he goes through the whole uh, thing of how they're selling you shit yeah, that you yeah. don't need, you yeah. know, uh, and and then the politician, you know, talking about politics and shit. Jim, I don't, I don't think genius. Carlin has a bad special. No. Now, yeah. if you were to ask me, Jim, what's your favorite special? Can't do it. Yeah. Because he has to have a bad one for there to then be a hierarchy of this one's better than that one. Yep. I can't do that. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Uh, gun to my head. Sorry. And he was in the military. <laughs> Carlin was a uh, in the military. Yeah, and so uh, so, he, so we're giving homework to uh, to all our all our listeners. Yes, you you got to look up Ron Paul, anything Ron Paul really on YouTube, uh, but namely his prediction speech. You got to look up Jack Spierko, how the Dems are throwing the election, and uh, anything Carlin. Yeah, literally anything. Anything, anything Carlin. <laughs> There's yeah. yeah anything. <laughs> but but definitely close look your up, eyes and point. Definitely yeah. look up the one about politics. That's uh, uh, you know because the he, one. He's, well, no, no. I'm, I, the, the, there's one HBO special that goes around on the internet all the time, and he's telling you exactly the way it is, and he's telling you save the whales, save the snails. It is, and he's telling you that it is a club, and you're not in it. Yeah, and and, it, and that is what it basically comes down to. It's for, a club, and we're not in it for this election. I actually might write in who he used to pray to. Mm-hmm. Joe Pesci. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just yeah. because. There you go. Yeah. And that's the freedom that we have. We can we don't have to vote for any of these fuckers they roll in front of us. No. Fuck them all. But uh, you know, whoever pushes for more freedoms and more choices and uh, and allow allow someone other than the person in power to make those choices, aka the individual right. or the entity that you are ruling over. And that leads us into the peasants. This week's College football fiasco, (laughs) where there's a lot of organizations that oversee, in this case, individuals would be the universities and individual teams, individual coaches, regardless of what they want. Fuck you. You don't get to, you don't get a seat at this table to make a decision. And last episode, everything was, we were in the midst, like shit was happening as we were on uh, the air, if you want to call it that, as we were recording that I didn't even know about because it was happening when we were on the fucking mics. And so a week ago, we were just like saying, please don't fuck with our football because there was all all of these rumors coming out that all of a sudden it looked like it was a strong possibility that 
some Power 5 conferences could be pulling out. Because as of a week ago, if you don't recall, the MAC, which is... Uh, Mid-Atlantic Conference. Why would this smaller tier level conference have any effect on football? Well, because they set the precedent that... And because they have schools in the same states. Correct. That's So you, you set the precedent that there is enough of a health concern that football cannot take place. Now, because it's a virus, it doesn't matter if you are a top tier or lower tier, the game and the infection risks remain the same. In the, If you're in the same state, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so all it took was one conference. Didn't matter how big or small to set the table that it could be done. And so that was the concern. That's where we left you with last week. Well, holy shit. Since then... <laughs> I think it was the next day, Monday, that they all got together and met, and the word that was coming out of the meeting was the Big Ten is going to already has the votes. They only have two votes against not playing. You know, they only have two votes pro. Let's let's play, right. and that was Nebraska and Iowa. Of course, two the two power football teams. Yeah, but the two weakest teams in that conference. Yeah, but they're, but they're <laughs> so, still, I mean, there's, yeah, dude. Uh, the, well, that doesn't matter. That, yeah, yeah. The, 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 that doesn't matter. But This is political, too. Everything you're talking about. That, that's why I had yeah, my transition. Yeah, go ahead. So you had two schools that voted, we want to play, and then the other president said, no, we can't play. And so the Big Ten, the next day, Tuesday, came out and voted to Cancel, postpone, whatever you want to call it. They're not having football this fall. And then immediately, in lockstep, basically in tandem, you had another Power 5 big boy conference in the Pac-12 immediately come out and say the same thing. Now, I think they just straight up canceled their shit. There's, there's rumors, and only right now, right now it's still fluid enough to where they are rumors. This, this could be listened to four months from now or a year from now and be like, God, these guys don't know Dick. Well, it's August 15th. We really don't know Dick. I'm glad you said the date. I forgot to do that. <laughs> so <laughs> so right now the talk is that the Big Ten is just postponing football. They're not going to have it in the fall. They're going to try to have it in the spring. And in order to do that, you can only really have like eight games. And there's a lot to be figured out with that whole chestnut. And but, spring football. Will but what happen. is confirmed a hundred percent is that the Big Ten and Pac-12, they're not having football. Regardless, be damned what the players wanted, what the coaches wanted, what the medical staff members of these teams had to say. Jim Harbaugh released uh, uh, an entire letter to the Big Ten and the NCAA, and he went through their numbers. Said. We've had this many tests, this many positive, this many recovered. We currently are sitting at zero cases. We feel that given the structure of a collegiate athletic program, especially football, the players are actually safer within our control, within our program, within our structure, our, our practices, you know, our, our health plans. In we, the bubble. And we, yeah, yeah, in the bubble. And we can do this. And we have the stats to back it up. And there were medical professionals coming out saying, this can happen. This can for sure take place. Because a lot of these campuses that are canceling football are scheduled to have students on campus who are not on any health plan 
or medical treatment tested three times a week right, like they right. are at the uh, down the road at UGA. So the argument, what is in the best interest of these students' own well-being could very well be to play football, to be in that college uh, athletic bubble like they're doing in the NBA and I think I think really any sport yeah, is playing NFL right now. Is gonna do, well, yeah, yeah. and uh, you you and I sat down, Jim, uh, and watched the new uh, Hard Knocks that's uh, featuring both LA teams at this point in time, and you know the level of detail that they're having to go through just for testing and things like that. Uh, I mean, that really kind of highlights what you're saying right there of how much safer they will be within the structure of not only, you know, getting the testing that they require, but it's more of a bubble. You know, imagine how much time they have to spend working out, you know, doing practice, things like that. I mean, that's taking them out of the population for the most part. And But you're talking about a multi-billion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to have the best of everything i mean when you got you know as they should yeah, but even yes. big time college football is going to have better resources right than just you and i exactly or an individual college student. yeah kid yeah going to school yeah so yeah. to me it's in the best interest if if health is what we are proclaiming we are trying to preserve maintaining a college football season does just that and one of the big things that uh the big 10 was coming out and using as an excuse or using for their reason. I know excuse is a weighted word, but their reason for not going forward is we understand that this is a disease that affects the elderly and people with uh, underlying health conditions. However, there is more research coming out about long lasting effects of those who do get COVID. Right. Even if it's not obviously a lethal reaction to it, it, it there's more and more signs that there are, everlasting yeah, health term, effects yeah. long term mm-hmm. especially and, on the heart and, that's what yep. yeah. and yeah. so that was the biggest thing was this like heart your rhythm something something right. um you're you're it, you have a heart defect right. in some instances it's rare but it can happen that's what they used well down here down here in the south <laughs> we got our own doctors and i think it was even the 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 medical um uh, I forget their exact title, but it was UGA's athletic medical advisor came out and said, this isn't anything new. It might be a new way of getting this heart condition, but it already exists. And it's not only new, it's been on our radar ever since I've been in this industry. You know, we have to monitor, monitor our players, you know, our own children for lack of better terms. I mean, they're a family, they're a unit. We have to monitor everything about them right. because you can still die, and it happens every year. Yeah, heat stroke, heat, all kinds of shit. Practicing in the yeah. heat. Yeah. Especially at these bigger programs. And I'm going to be speaking from more of a perspective of UGA. That's my team that I follow, and that's where a lot of the information I get on these kind of matters do come out of Athens. And all of mine will be coming out of Tuscaloosa. Thank you. But it can be kind of said across the board because the the tools that they use nowadays, Alabama's using them, Georgia's using them, LSU's, uh, they're, they're a tier, 
You right. know, they're a tier thing. Top tier, too. So yeah. they're wearing shit that's strapped around them <laughs> that monitors yeah. their, not only their heart rate, their, their breathing, the oxygen. Yeah, like intake. an astronaut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these aren't just normal. This isn't peewee. Right. This isn't like rec league. They're going, they are already so far and above monitoring health concerns and risks that this isn't throwing that into any kind of huge kerfuffle. Yeah, like, no, and, and all uh, the only thing they have to do is bubble. Yeah. Everything else, they got locked down. You get tested three times a fucking week, and you also have the distancing measure. Because even on uh, Hard Knocks, mm-hmm. um, it, it would go back and forth between the Chargers camp and the Rams camp. And it was kind of a cool thing because it kind of showed – uh, comparisons to these two different programs, one in the AFC, one in the NFC, uh, two totally different teams, and the different ways that they were trying to have training camp, which is traditionally very, you know, full contact. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. How they were navigating those waters with distancing, wearing masks, no contact, cleaning fucking everything. And, um, and yeah, we don't, we've never really had to go through this before, but reasonable suspicion leads that we can do this and we can pull it off. So I say all that to say Pac-12 out, Big Ten out, Mac still out, still don't care. But the SEC and the ACC and the Big 12 are are right now, right now, August 15th, are in. And it looks like by what we saw uh, just yesterday. Yep. That, that that's not going to change. Correct. Correct. They are going to play. We're going to play this year. Yep. And because there is three out of the five major conferences, and let's be real honest with ourselves right now, really only one team out of both of those conferences really had any level of say-so when it comes to the playoff committee and, and actual legitimate playoff uh, chances. You had some... Whispers by Oregon and Washington every now and then, but that's not that's not on the table for this year. Uh, both both of those teams lost their quarterbacks; they ain't getting there. Um, so what we're getting to is uh, because we have three SEC football, three out of the five with the ACC, which has Clemson. You know, won three out of yep. the last four national championships. Yep. I think I don't know. Don't quote me on that. They should be in the SEC. Really, you have Clemson in that conference. You've got Oklahoma, who's been in the playoff a shitload. And then the SEC, who's been in the playoff every single year. Right. I think it was in the playoff committee, the college football playoff committee, did come out and release a statement saying, we are ready to move forward with our regularly scheduled college playoff meetings and decisions and having the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl be the site, the locations for this year's college football playoff. Yep, yep. So that's all. I mean, you couldn't have more support for a football season taken off, you know, launching, actually happening, and having a playoff-style resolution at the end to determine already determined yes yeah already already in play i mean and there's been arguments about oh is it legitimate and we even talked about this yeah yeah months ago that if they do have football and 
but it's like highly governed. Right. You know, no fans in the stands. Therefore, there's no home field advantage. If the team wins, is that a legitimate uh, national, national champion? champion. Yeah. National and that asterisk. will be that will be a debate that I think will continue. I don't think that we're gonna just leave it the way it was. I think it'll get an asterisk. <laughs> That's what I think. I think it'll say yeah. 2020 national champion. Blah blah blah. Asterisk. And yeah. there's and there's discussion now entering the forefront of a lot of debates now. And you have some people saying, "Hey, but just because the sole fact that Ohio State's not playing." This one's going to feel hollow. And there's other people that are arguing, you got to be kidding me. One team doesn't determine a national championship. Yeah, no, no. And, and, and you know, another thing we have to be honest about is uh, the ones that matter are in there. Yeah. That's, uh, that's basically. That's, just based on traditional yeah, recent ba- history. Yeah, based on winning so maybe not traditional winning based on recent playoff history. And if you and if your school's not playing, hey, I'm sorry, you know. I'm vote vote Republican. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's all I can say, you know. If you uh, if you If you want football, yeah, vote Republican. Yeah, if your conference if your conference isn't playing, vote Republican. Well, and that, that that's a point that y'all brought up actually yesterday and uh, you know, uh, with all this going on, I know everything's political, I know everything's bureaucratic, but a potential monkey wrench that still could be thrown in this is if governors, you know, decide that this this shit ain't gonna go off without a hitch kind yeah, of thing. This shit ain't gonna happen in my state. No. Yeah. And the SEC does have one Democratic governor out of six states that could, you know, I mean, five to one. I really don't think that guy's got a chance, but you know, he might try. In Louisiana, yeah. But and, here's uh, the thing. Here's what would happen, and. I and thought LSU is a big, that's a big oh, deal. Yeah, yeah but I mean, here's easy, easy fix to that when you have it five to one. Right. Now, yes, I think that that argument is a very interesting one and one that isn't, isn't immediately right there behind conferences, whether or not they're having football is, well, what about the ones that are that governors come in and have a say so? Yeah. I that's, think that's a beautiful thing to think about and to monitor because it could really fuck shit up. However, in this instance, with, Louisiana being an odd man out, it's only one school in the state. Right. And Baton Rouge. Yeah. What is preventing them from just playing all of their games outside of the fucking state? Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Hop on a bus, go to a local high school. Yeah. yeah. Play your yeah. game. Because it doesn't matter where it's held because you know what? Ain't nobody going to be in the motherfucking yeah, stands. Yeah, that's true. Now, they haven't fully come out and committed to a... Uh, a real hardline policy on we're going to have fans in the stands. We're not going to have fans in the stands. We're I gonna, don't think they'll have fans. We're going to have twenty percent capacity. We're not going to have. You know, nobody knows quite yet. If you if you own a box, are you allowed to then go in there because you are socially distanced yeah. and you do ba- basically own it? Yeah, and you're in a box. Same thing. <laughs> similarly, with uh, the boosters that have spent hundreds of thousands, right. if not millions of dollars. Good luck making an argument that they can't go into literally a building they're paying for. Right. So it's, that's why it's different in college. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. So, and because it is different on that level, they have not come out and said fully 100% yay or nay. I think they're going to just kind of deal with that when we get there. We're only going to let the rich folks in. But how, okay, so we've already you seen students, it. nah. So we've already seen it in NBA and NHL and baseball where they are playing these sports with zero people in the stands and they they pipe in crowd noise or whatever to try <laughs> to make it, it look it's crazy now 
I'm going to make an argument. It's going to be even weirder when you have a stadium that can hold 100,000 people and you have 2,200 scattered around. How how odd that sounds. Because you'll be able to hear them, but it's going to be like, oh. But but see, this is the way I think they should do it. I think they should just not show the stadium. Just stay on the field. Just say, not don't show any camera angles of the stadium. Don't pump us full of fake people. Don't do that network. We're not fucking stupid. We don't need a laugh track. Just leave the field. Just have every camera that you have focused on the field. That way we'll see every fucking penalty then i mean we'll see every fucking you know we'll see every fucking you know face mask any of that shit we'll see it all just focus all your cameras on the field don't show any of the stands don't pump in fucking noise don't do it make it just like a fucking backyard football game yeah and uh all of these guys, they went through high school and they had their family there yelling for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and even the guys that have been playing, you know, that have had, you know, the last year, a couple of years ago, they've been on the team the whole time. This is going to be really interesting. It's going to be, it would be really cool if there's nobody there. Yeah. That would be, that's what I would like to see. Nobody there. All cameras on the field. Don't even show the fucking stadium. It don't even matter. Don't, like I said, you got to play in a high school stadium. It don't matter. I mean, just keep the keep the, all the cameras on the field and make it about football. Make it you know don't do all the halftime show and all that bullshit. None well, of that. You can't have a band in there. Make bands. it like it was in 1969. <laughs> well, you can't you can't you can't have any bands in there because yeah, bands no. inherently can't social distance. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> they have to be yeah. together yeah, to no make that wall of sound. None of that. You know, just uh, you know, halftime. Just go to you know the ESPN desk and have them talk about the first half or whatever. You know, and then yeah, because uh, well, if you got multiple games going on halftime, you go to another game. You know, just like they they do if there's a crowd screaming and shit. It's easy. It's it, to me, it's easy to have a season and for it to be on TV and they can make their TV money and all of that. The easy decision is not to have anybody there. That's the easy decision because if you do the twenty percent or the thirty, who's it going to be? Is it going to be students? Or are you going to have family? You gotta, yeah, blah, 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 yeah. You yeah. got to make a choice then. But if you say nope, nobody there, <laughs> nobody there but the teams and the coaches. That's it. And the in the you know that's it. I agree. And I think as a uh, as a member of the fandom, we're prepared for that. Yeah, you know, we've watched a few weeks. We, I think almost a month now of baseball with no people. Like it's the sad thing is <laughs> baseball. They're doing the dumbest shit I've ever with the fake people and the, <laughs> I don't do that to me. You're making me feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah, I mean, you really are. Well, the sad thing is, is that we are ready and used to this now. You know, it's not going to be the craziest, weirdest thing because we've kind of been, uh, you know, slowly getting used to it. Which sucks. In mm-hmm. fact, here's here's a thing. Here's how I know that we're already beyond being cool with it. At least for me. I can only speak for myself. When we were watching Hard Knocks and they were showing highlights of these players that they're highlighting for this particular angle or story. They're showing highlights of that player from last year and full stadiums giving high fives to the players, getting all up in each other's face, saying, fuck yeah, man, you fucking bad, you fucking caught that <laughs> No mask on, and tens of thousands of people in the stands. And when you see that, when if you go back and watch, like, I don't know, old concert footage, as old as, I don't know, 2019, or any highlight of any sport from a year ago and beyond, the first thing, and I don't know if this happens to anybody else, but my I almost go, 
it's jarring. It's yeah. like, holy shit, mm-hmm. that used to be a thing that we did. Right. <laughs> and now it's like, yeah, football, nobody in the stands. I can stomach it. Yeah. I think I can handle that. Yeah. Backyard, well, we'd rather backyard have, fucking game. That's it. We'd rather have that than nothing at all. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. And the it, baseball, the getting back to the baseball thing and them adding shit. Bill Maher, <laughs> Bill Maher I can't watch Bill Maher. Uh, dude, I tried. Oh, with his laptop. I tried. Yeah, uh, the it first, makes it worse. The first couple that he did, I was good with because he didn't have that laugh track and all that shit. But then when he started adding laugh tracks and all that, I was like, "Come on, Bill!" It's man. like we know that it's you're here. at your house. Yeah, you we don't... know you're in your backyard, dude. You ain't got to fucking insult me with fucking <laughs> fake shit. That I they actually did I... on game shows in the fucking seventies. You know, <laughs> is I this mean, a was... sitcom? Now? Yeah, yeah. Are you a sitcom, Bill yeah. Maher tonight? Yeah. See, I kind of appreciate it because he's doing it in a very tongue-in-cheek manner. He's you know, he, I know, but yeah. it's still, but it's still. Cheesy to me, it, it is. It, it, John Oliver's it's not doing it. It's distracting. Know? John Oliver's not doing it at all. And 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 I I watch every John Oliver. You know, I mean, I still do because I, I get it, man. I get it's like it's like people when they listen to this podcast. You know, they don't all they can do is imagine what we look like, or they can you you it gives you a sense of mystique when you hear it's audio someone, theater, right? And and you know, people can listen to you, and they can make a a judgment about you or whatever. Oh I don't God, know. I wonder I what know. people think I look but, like. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> what people think I look like. I but uh, I'm a very handsome guy. But uh, I'm rather people just don't think about me. Yeah. <laughs> don't spend, don't spend <laughs> too much time on it. Yeah. yeah, you might throw it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Doug. No, that's what I'm saying about me. You know, but, uh, moving to Georgia was the best decision I ever made. So much building <laughs> of one's self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, we're not pretty guys. Well, Jim is, but yeah, you know, we'll give him that. Yeah, I, I don't but know. I think the listeners, whatever mock-up they have in their head are like, uh, they got it all wrong. But see, if we if we were to do a laugh track every time we said something funny, they would say, "Man, that don't do that to me." Yeah, what is this it's fucking stupid? Big Bang Theory, the podcast. Now, now, if we're doing a fucking little skit or something, yeah, we might add some sounds and shit to that. Which that'll happen yeah. because we've done them before. We're not opposed to. But, yeah, uh, if you go back and listen to our first episode, <laughs> yeah, which was really, which shit. was really just a test. Yeah, and obviously, as you can tell, if you've listened to more than one episode, it's nothing like what we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went no. we went full ham on the. Uh, let's see what this whole thing is capable of. And it was and it was fun. <laughs> it was fun to us. I mean, it might not be fun to anybody else to listen to, but we weren't and according to the listens. Apparently, it's not very. <laughs> apparently, it's not very funny to it's, anybody it, else. It's a collector's item, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> got plenty of those. So. We were we were a little timid. I was fucking scared. I was like angry and scared a week ago about football. Please just don't fuck with my football. And I will say this week, thank you for not fucking with my football. And hey, my T's and P's out to all the Pac-12 and Big Ten fans. I legitimately do feel bad for oh, them. Oh, no, I do. And I the, feel bad the, for them, too. And the players that want to play that aren't allowed to play in a... I legit feel bad for them, man. No, I do too. That mm-hmm. sucks. And that if, sucks and so And if you want to play bad. football, vote Republican. You know, just or, remember uh, <laughs> Well, one thing that was said, and I, I, I don't want to just keep on, you know, pushing this thing down the road, but there are people, there are uh, former players of Big Ten schools that have come out and said, this is going to do damage for years oh, in yeah. the recruiting 
The these the schools that belong to these conferences, their ability to recruit players now just got a little more difficult. Because if your option is, I wouldn't say a little. <laughs> well, it, well, I will. Say, it got more difficult for the Big Ten, yeah. and it just went way up for the ACC, SEC, and Big Twelve. Because it, you can, you can tell who's committed to football, right? And if your thing is football, it's in your best interest to go to a school that is committed to that thing oh, that so you good. want to, that you also share. It's in. so good for us, though. You know that. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yes, I'm not gonna lie. We are relishing it, until until we get into like October. I really don't even want to get too excited. My excitedness will be on pause, but I, I'm not. The good thing is, is I can uh, exhale. You know, I, I can at least go. Whew, it looks like this is going to happen. Right. It looks like we're going to do this, and we're going to have toe to leather in about a month and a half. And good God Almighty, bring it, bring, bring it on! It. I will be socially It'll distanced be in front of thing. my. I will be socially distanced in front of my TV. Don't you worry. <laughs> but I will not be wearing a mask. Definitely not. Maybe some face paint. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Kamala is a uh, demon woman, and uh, God bless the SEC. Please don't vote for Kamala. <laughs> don't vote for any of them, for real. Don't vote for any of them. Just Hell, vote. Uh, write us in. Yeah, write us <laughs> in. Just write, ignore the rant. Yeah, we'll fix, yeah. Your, we'll fix your problems. Yeah, we will. Put us in there. Oh, that would be scary. Ignore the rent, 2020. Yes. <laughs> this message has been brought to you by. Or just like I was saying a couple months ago, vote no confidence in 2020. Yeah, I have no confidence in any of them. Yeah, that's uh mm-hmm. wow. All I've got confidence in is that some more wild and crazy shit is going to happen this coming week, and we will update you all on it as we see fit. On yet another episode of Ignore the Rant. I have to bring one thing up uh, if we're going to cut this uh, here. But uh, this little five-year-old kid. uh, Oh, shit. In uh, Wilson, North Carolina. I used to live in North Carolina. I lived probably, I guess it's probably about 25 miles away from Wilson. I know the town very well. And um, this little kid was riding his bicycle, five years old. He was riding his bicycle in his front yard with his two sisters. And a neighbor came over, put a gun to the kid's head, and shot him in the head and killed him right there in front of his sisters. Then he fled. A lot of people have not even, they don't even know about this story. If it wasn't for Facebook um, and my friends in North Carolina calling me and saying, did you hear about this kid? I wouldn't have known. I haven't seen a report about it anywhere. And CNN and MSNBC and Fox and all of these networks should be ashamed of their self for what is happening with this little white kid who was killed by a black man. And the reason I bring that up is if that role was reversed at the point in time that we live in right now, Cities would, would be, be burning. Cities would be on fire right now. They yeah. would be on fire. And um, and like I said, the whole Black Lives Matter, yes, they do. But so do little five-year-old kids. If you don't agree with that, I mean, if you think that 
it's okay to ignore this story because it doesn't go with your fucking narrative of uh of what you're preaching to people shame on you shame on cnn Mm -hmm. shame on msnbc this shit should be all over the fucking news and it's not i was looking for it on national news uh when my friend because i was like surely this is gonna it's gonna come up any minute it's gonna come up any minute on cnn you know nothing no nothing and um yeah shame on you cnn And, and, and msnbc and fox and all of you well, the whole thing's, I mean, and I'm not going to get into the media storm portion of it, but I mean, this whole thing is reprehensible for, I mean, you can always already get to the fact that it's a five-year-old. I mean, of course, that in itself is reprehensible, but this is a person that was next door to this family for eight years. Ate dinner with them the night yeah. before this yeah. happened. Yeah. And his reason for it was that the kid rolled rolled his bike up into his yard his yard and that's all it took so the the whole and i will say tucker covered it tucker's the only one on fox okay, news is well, worth half yeah, a shit okay well tucker he's yeah. the only one and he's the only one on fox that i will watch right because he he's the closest thing to fair that they have over there. right and he does throw some pretty hilarious shade. Uh, Got to throw that in there. But you're right. The the mainstream stuff doesn't want to touch this. And also, Arona, you pulled up a story a few days ago of a mass shooting in Virginia. I think it was in D.C. Of no, tw- D.C., yeah. Of 21 people getting shot and one of the guys getting killed. And it's the biggest mass shooting of the year <laughs> and nothing because crickets it was a black shooter the shooter was black if that was a white shooter again top banner headlines non-stop wall-to-wall coverage but they're playing favorites with what they consider as news yes and they're and they are being totally racist about it because they're pushing this movement right and 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 it's and if you really want to look at what racism is uh, those two stories right there should tell you yeah. uh, that if they're not covering it, <laughs> hey, guess what? You racist fucks at CNN and MSNBC and all you, uh, you know, if you're if you're if you're a news organization, you report the fucking news. And twenty one people getting ki- getting shot. That's uh, yeah, that's news. Yeah, but that's you news. know, if we're just covering the news, Doug, we're not carrying anyone's water, and you know, you know we're really here neighbor, to do that. Neighbor walks over, look. What if it was, uh, what if it was, you know, uh, one of them, one of the anchors kids, five-year-old kid and the neighbor came over there and shot him in the head. Would, would, would they, would their news, would would their peddlers at their network, would they say, oh, I'm sorry about your, your child, but we can't cover that. Yeah. We can't cover that right now. Yeah. You know, would that happen? Would it, would it happen? Well, do you? Uh, it, it, has it happened? Do you remember? I mean, do you remember three years ago or whatever, where the uh, these were news people, where the I think it was a black cameraman who was fired or whatever, or was passed over for a job. He might have been a lower tier reporter. Went on a live uh, feed, Facebook lived himself going up to where his 
coworker was doing a story. I think it was also in Virginia and shot and killed her and her cameraman right. on TV. Yeah, that was in Virginia. Yeah, I remember that. Shooter was black. Oh, yeah. Yeah, News was lady crazy. was white. Yeah. Cameraman, I think, was Hispanic. Right. You only heard about it because it literally took place on Facebook. But you didn't you didn't really hear much about it after that. It's because the right the right color of person has to be behind the trigger for it to be news quotes. And I'm I'm doing air quotes. And that's fucking That's not ridiculous. news. That's not news. That's not that's uh propaganda yes that's mm-hmm. a, that's basically what that turns into when you when you only cover when you pick and choose what stories that you think are news uh you're nothing but uh, an opinion piece yeah you, you, it's your opinion on what the news should be and but you're parading why, you're masquerading as, as yes information right and you're forming ideas Opinions. in people's heads yes you, you. That is why I've said before, and I will continue to say, probably forever, sadly forever, because I don't see it changing, that the media is the biggest enemy of the individual. It is no longer a source of information. It is an all-out enemy of the American people. Yeah, it's a more source. So than, it's a source of ridicule. More so than politicians. Yep. More so than anything. I don't care. Yeah. Throw it in front of me. Media still worse. Yep. Because they are knowingly doing this so that they can keep up the fear and the antics and stoking. We ne- we almost need to provide fuel so that you guys provide us with the next story that we will pick and choose which one I, we will it, cover. I just wish I could shake the country and say, wake the fuck up. Yeah. You know, the whole fucking country at one time. Yeah. Knock it off. The Doug quake. <laughs> wake the fuck up. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I do, man. It's It's... Yeah, people people just need to start paying attention to really what the fuck is happening and and in everything everything around you i mean pay attention man look at what's going on during this pandemic look at things that you're losing that you don't know that you're losing it until hey the pandemic's over and all of a sudden you go back out and you want to do oh no you can't do that anymore yeah, we passed thirty-five yeah, new laws. Yeah, that, you can, there's a that law you, against that. That now. you were begging us and, to do. Yes, and 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 so yeah, just think about that. Think about all that shit. Well, one of the most important classes used to be for journalism ethics. Yes, and I mean this class and law. Yeah, <laughs> and law. Same thing. <laughs> this is something that I'm sure if it's still being taught, people are sleeping through the class because. It's tr- I mean, if you listen to a journalist talk about this, it's like if I was overtly ethical, like I was supposed to be, then I'd get no clicks. Here's right. here's here's what's happening in that class. They're all sleeping with the ethics teacher. And that's how they're getting their A. <laughs> that's uh, it, it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's ridiculous. There there is no standard anymore unless who unless the standard is who's more sensational. We are in an age now where everything is condensed down to the smallest little detail. And I I think I said this last episode, I hate to, you know, sound like a broken record, but there is so much more out there. There is so much more detail that is being skipped over, but people want to take a stand on an issue and they want it to fit their narrative. And if it doesn't, 
then move the fuck on. And that's not how th- things are supposed to function. That is not how we're supposed to live. We are supposed to develop our own opinions on shit, meet in the middle with people who have separate opinions and hash it the fuck out. But that can't happen anymore. Too many people want to have their time. They want to have their tweet recognized. They want their likes. Fuck off. Hate bait. Hate bait. That's what it is. Yeah. It's fucking hate bait. Yeah. And, uh, you know, make uh, make agree to disagree a thing again. Mm-hmm. 100%. And yes. make America laugh again. Holy fuck. Yeah, where's Carlin? Yeah, damn. We've gotten way God, too we serious. Carlin. Carlin would be great on this shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> this pandemic shit. Holy, he would. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I'm not afraid of getting serious. You know, uh, and not, you know, time and place for everything. But um, I'd say Burr's carrying a torch. <laughs> yeah. A lot of his shit's coming true, too. Oh, <laughs> and I yeah. don't think he's too happy about yeah. it. <laughs> but no, Arona, I totally agree. And uh, I think those are all fucking solid points. You know, wait, let us all pat each other on the back. <laughs> but no, I just wanted to say absolutely. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens this week. Oh, that sounds like a threat. And Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> nowadays, who knows? Oh, it's a threat. It's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Jesus. And on that note, I guess we're going to wrap it up for this week. So, uh, yeah, just remember, please love each other and try not to kill each other or beat the shit out of each other. And no five-year-olds, please. Yeah. 